welcome to RSF, the Revolutionary Sports Front, your dirty, nasty, and controversial sports talk podcast for all things Detroit sports and sports worldwide. Here are your hosts, Tony, Joey, Frank, and Gerard, four lifelong friends born and raised in South Detroit. Well, no shit. Well, no shit. But it's the big Revolutionary Sports Front is back. Episode Woo-hoo! episode 33. About damn time. We are not dead, people. We are alive and kicking. And there is a reason behind the madness. Now, I have the Preston brothers to my left and right. I have Joe via Skype. As always, we are all here. We are all live. It has been three weeks, and we cannot be more excited to start this show. I am pumped to say the bare least. I am pumped. But... I want to explain our interim very quickly. Uh, I work in an insane asylum, and the, the first thing they teach you, I do, you name, you drop a siren all you want, but I, I work in an insane asylum. It's called a hospital, Frank. <laughs> well, Where they treat cer- sick people. A certain portion of one. And uh, the main thing they teach you is to let them vent. Let them vent. Uh, verbally, aggressively, let them vent. Let it breathe. Let it go. And then, then you take your approach. And sports, I think we can all agree, are insane. Sports are insane, especially when it comes to the Lions, which we're going to talk about first. I Sp- believe that's why fan was invented for so, fanatic. <clears throat> for the la- exactly. So the last three weeks have been insane. Jeez, and we bad. have decided to let it vent. We let it vent for three weeks. We and didn't now- let it vent. You just uh, were a little busy with your... Tony, I'm playing wife. a role. Back off. I was on IR. Okay. Everyone had their reasons, but th- we were letting it vent, and here we are. There's a lot to discuss. We're going to start with pro, then we're going to go to college. We got hockey, and we got UFC. It's going to be a great show. We're going to talk. Joe, I want to say hi to you because I haven't talked to you since we've done the show, basically. So I want to say hi to Joe. Joe, hello. Frank, Hello. How are you, sir? You. How are you? I'm good. I'm okay. good. It's it's nice, bright and early out here in Seattle, three hours behind, and uh, I'm glad. I'm glad Tony was running a little bit late. I got 20 extra minutes of sleep. Oh, it was it was Tony that was late. Okay, both of you were late. I was like five minutes you were, late. You were both late. It was seven o'clock, and he was still by the high school, the Windat High School. <laughs> That's what the text said. I find it funny that the captain in the Marine Corps always finds a way to that was ten Magosi his way in thirty minutes after the show is supposed to start. But that that's that's here nor there. Hey, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I'll pull the text up. <laughs> that's where, where we got. Okay, are we you got pulling here? something uh, up? Go ahead. Pull let's it up. See. I have to see. I'm in Wyandotte by the high school. Be there soon. Well, Tony's Roger. not, Tony's not be supposed to be within like five hundred yards of a school, anyways, on a Sunday. So it's, <laughs> it's fuck you. <laughs> It's okay. I'm not you. I don't have conditions of my pr- probation like that. Okay, can we start the show? I did a good intro. I think I did a good set. We're waiting for Gerard to come back, but we'll just do us three. So here we go. Uh, the Lions. Okay, we're going to start off with the NFC North. Are they going to win? Today, people, listen, for, for the audience, it's been three weeks. Uh, we're going to be very concise, very disciplined. We were joking around a little bit at the beginning, but we're going to be very concise, very disciplined, and we're going to go with a straight approach. So right now, we're going to start with the Lions, and they are doing some blood pressure theater on us 
and I say us as fans. If you're not a fan, like the guy to my right, Gerard, we'll talk about them in the second segment of the show. They get my but, blood pressure going, even though I'm not a fan. Uh, cardiac okay. cats, baby. Cardiac cats. I, I never heard you say that out loud, and, and I'm glad you did. I, I appreciate that. Dude, as much as I hate the lines, they have some pretty sweet shit. Restore the roar. Cardiac cats. Yeah, we're, we're good at hashtags. Okay, so okay, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna go clock rotation, um, starting with Joe because he's not actually here, but he'll be to my left, and then we'll go around the room. Yes or no? Will the Lions win the NFC North? And you have to provide a real reason why. And if I don't hear a good reason, we're being concise today. I'm going to cut you off. I'm going to be the moderator today. I'm going to cut you off. Yes or no, and why, in a good reason. And I reserve the right to cut you off, Frank. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. This is the first time I'm going to put that second grade complete answer thing to the, you know, use it in real life. So this is a good day. Okay, well, you're not to my left. Joe is. So, Joe, will the Lions win the NFC North? Yes or no, and why? Um, before, before the Packers uh, annihilated the Seahawks, I was, I was going to just straight up say yes. But uh, right now with the game left against the Packers, the Packers are starting to look good again. Uh, I noticed they have a couple guys back in that secondary. Um, I, I want to say no. Um, okay. The Lions just are – it's history, man. You know, you, you got you to gotta look back in time. and they, they've never, The Lions have never let me down by letting themselves down. Um, so I'm, I'm going to say no. I think, I think Green Bay is starting to pick it up again, and they have a game against Green Bay. So we'll see what happens in that game. But if uh, they, they got to take care of the NFC North first, you know, by, by beating out Green Bay. Uh, they, they played well, very, very well against the Saints. But the Giants are looking pretty good right now, too, and they, they got to go into New York okay, and uh, play, uh, Joe, play uh, against right. a pretty tough defense. I'm just going to come in real quick. I don't want to take away your time. But, however – you got to to give the people a forum right here. We are about almost eleven o'clock in the morning on Sunday. The Lions are playing the Giants in less than uh, about two hours. Are you saying they're going to lose? You got there's three games left. You have to make a stance on those three games. If you're going to have a take. one question, and Frank's already lost the format. No, that's not the format. You have to have a take on the games that are coming up. The NFC North. In order to win the North, there's three games left. You have to have a take. So the, the the Lions are playing the Giants in two hours, people. We're at eleven o'clock in the East on on Sunday. Okay, okay, okay. So the Lions Lions lose to the Giants today. Oh wow. Okay. And I think they lose to the Packers at home. And, and what about the Cowboys? You just and they lose to the Cowboys. Game. I spent an hour so last night working so, on this format, okay, so, and then we're just off the rails. Uh, no, no, we're not off the rails. That's part of the point. So so you say the Lions are going to lose out, Joe? Is that correct? I think so. The way the way that Green Bay looked, and so they're not going to win Sunday. The North. I think I think they're they're looking for a big push at the end of the season here. And I, man, Seattle's good. Like Seattle is a good team, and they they stomped them. Uh, okay, so the Lions lose out and lose the North. Thank you for that point, and that we'll we'll get to that we'll we'll get to that later. We're we're trying to move on. So Tony, go ahead. Wow, I, I liked your point, Joe. I don't know what Frank's getting so upset about. You'll you'll find out when it's my turn. You we we're going over the turns. I don't think that uh, the Lions will win the NFC North either, and it's because of the way the schedule works. The Lions got to play the Giants, Cowboys, Packers. I think they can beat the Giants today. I think they'll lose to the Cowboys, and I think the Packers are going to beat them because the Packers whooped their ass already once this year. Now let's look at the Packers' schedule. Bears, who are complete garbage today. Then on Christmas Eve, 
The Packers are facing the Vikings. So, I mean, what the fuck? The Vikings are pretty much dead in the water. All right, a little foreshadowing to our next question. You got no. The, it's 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 it goes together, Gerard. Quit raining on the parade. It goes together. Right, no, I, I'm with it. Jesus, I get with. I do see what both of you guys are saying, but I think the Packers or the Lions haven't beat a team with a win percentage over uh, five seventy seven, right? And that doesn't bode okay, well, well for no one knows what but, that means. Until, uh, but you, we haven't talked to anyone in three weeks. What are you, what are you talking about? I'm saying their best win is against a team that's barely over five hundred. Okay. They don't have any quality wins, but I don't think it's going to be up to the Lions. I think the Lions are probably going to lose to the Giants, and they pro- might lose to the Cowboys, but I think the problem is the Packers are going to lose to the Vikings at home. They're going to beat the Bears today, but Mike Zimmer traditionally has Aaron Rodgers' number, and it's going to be the Packers don't run the table to make that game competitive. And I, so I do think the Lions will win the NFC North as much as it pains me to yes, say. Sir. But not because of their own doing, because the Packers falter in Lambeau next week. On Christmas, okay. yeah. Well, Merry Christmas, that, Jerry. Shove it up your ass. Okay, that, that's why I think Green Bay has a shot, though, is because if if they were to play the Vikings in Minnesota, then then I'd be more I'd be more willing to agree with you, Jerry. But I think at Lambeau, they're they're, they're just a lot more comfortable at home. Okay, guys, it's my turn. So listen, uh, thank you. First of all, I want to shout out to Gerard for we 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 actually uh, had the opportunity to to go out last night. And go over some of the things we're going to talk about today because it's been so long. And so I knew I knew a little bit about his stance. I told him to save some for me to keep it keep it fresh. But I knew a little bit, and I appreciate his position. And I also know a little tease. I also know his dream scenario. We'll get to that later. But um, the point that I'm going to make is the answer flat out. The answer is yes to the, the NFC North question. Yes, the Lions will win it. And the reason I say this is because hear me out, people. You've heard the saying before. It's a cliche, but it's it's real. Fool me once. Fool me twice. Fool me the third time. Fool me the fourth. It's happened for 13 weeks. Every single game, whether it be the first game that they won or the, the game that I was in Seattle watching a, a, a creepy B-dubs with Joe that we've discussed at this show against the Texans where they lost, win, lose, or draw, no draws, the Lions have been within seven points of every game. I heard uh, one of you two Preston brothers reference to a Packers game. It was a blowout. It ended up coming to a seven-point game. Every single game, 13 weeks, has been blood pressure close. Every single besides game. Besides the Saints. But, well, besides the Saints, it, it got a little carried away. But still, even that one, I wasn't too comfortable as a Lions fan. Uh, just speaking for one. But I was let just let me make my clarify. point. Let me make my point. So the point being is I go with history. I'm not going with one, two, three, four. I'm going with 13. So these next three games, I don't care. You talk about the Giants. Eli Manning is old. He's broke. I'm not, I don't mean to disparage him. He's won Super Bowls, fine. They have a, they have a good pass rush, fine. We're going to win a Lions fashion game. And that's a, that's a term I'm going to use throughout this show today is Lions fashion because it's happened 13 times, not one, two, or three, 13. So Lions fashion win against the Giants today in two hours live on Fox at 1 o'clock. It's okay, going to happen. Okay, they win. They still doesn't win. Okay, the I'm not done, Tony. I'm not done. This is my turn. We, we made it clear. Then, after we beat the... Giants in Lions fashion, Monday night football against the God. Oh my God. You get turn on ESPN first take uh, skip and Shannon undisputed. Turn it on 930 a.m. Every day. 
The Cowboys on Monday Night Football at Jerry World. We'll see what they're really all about. They've lost the Giants twice, who will beat today. Today, we will beat them, and we'll meet them on Monday Night and beat them up for a little bit. That's two wins right there. That puts them at 11. Final game at Green Bay. That Jerry, game doesn't matter in that scenario, Jerry, so it's I'm not I'm sorry it's not your dream scenario. Hashtag tease. I'm sorry it's not your scenario, but the Lions will win out, and we'll see what the playoff conditions uh, have. We'll get to that in a little bit as well. Lions win the next three in Lions fashion. I don't think Playoffs. that there's an argument. First seed or second seed by if the Lions book it. squeak out the next two, they will beat the Packers week 17 because the Packers are going to rest everybody. Their season will be over. They won't have a shot no matter what they do. So they will end up. They might end up with the two seed and maybe even squeak into the one seed if Dallas loses out, but that's highly unlikely. Okay. I, w- I will point out, though. In so fr- tell me your, your take on the game today real quick, Drake. Just before we move to the, my take on the game, Today. I was I was going to get to it. Yes, sir. I was actually a lot of experts, people that get paid to do this. I mean, I like to think I'm as smart as them, but who knows? But I they're saying it's going to be a close. They they are with Frank. I think it's a four and a half point spread, and everybody say it's going to be under that. Take the Lions and the points. Lions and I think it's going to be like a ten seven game, and it's it's that kind of game. I think the Lions going to win, but I don't think the Lions travel very well personally, and I think the it is outdoors. I think the Giants are going to get this one. But also partially just because I don't believe a team in the NFL, unless you're maybe the Patriots when they won 16, can win that many games in a row. And the Lions are on a pretty impressive streak. Because weren't they 4-4? Four and four? Yes, sir. So they've won 5 in a row. No. Uh, or were no, they 3-4? No, three no, 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 no. They've won. The Lions have won 8, I believe, 8 of their last 9 games. So 8 of their last 9, they're just due. The same way I, this, I don't think the Packers can run the table. I don't think in the NFL with how close the leagues and there is parity. There's parity. I got the Lions losing today. Oh, wow. But I, that's, I don't think the Packers can run the table. But I, I do. A lot of people are saying, like, Frank, it's going to be a close game. I don't believe that. I think this is going to be a, a pretty. You think this is going to be a one sided pounding? I think it's going to be a one sided pounding. How? But I do think the Lions. How do you argue with I think the Lions recover history? against okay. the Cowboys and beat them after the Packers have already mm-hmm. lost to the Vikings next week, like I said okay. prior. I, I want to finish on one thing. And if anyone else, anyone else has any thoughts, you can, you can go ahead and finish right after me. But I just want to say one thing. Uh, to my point of the Lions winning in Lions fashion, um, as far as offense goes, Stafford's hand's going to be okay, guys. It's okay. Don't worry. It's going to be fine. And as far as defense goes, I've said it more than once, but it's been so long since we've been in the air, I have to reiterate, uh, it is a bend, don't break defense. Yeah, we'll give up some yards, man. You can have your tight end get 7, get 11, get 12, but they'll hit you. The Lions can tackle Binds, the linebacking core, big play slay. The Lions can tackle. They might not cover the best in the league, but they can tackle. They play bend, don't break defense, and that is a huge part of my point of why they will win out. And I'm not being dramatic. I'm not being ridiculous. I'm being reasonable. That is a big reason in, why. In all of your banter, Frank, you are making some oddly good points. That's what the Packers It's not did. banter, man. It's real. You, you're, pumped, you're pent up after these three weeks. You're going a little you lions right crazy. But up. You do make a good the point that with the bend don't break is a good strategy against the Giants. The Packers did it and actually pretty handily beat them earlier in the season. The Packers no, do it every week. The Packers haven't just started playing defense in they like week no eight. They have no choice but to be bend don't break. They have no choice. Uh, you uh, know it's true. The, you're laughing. The point of true. Uh, the po- I was trying to agree with you, Frank, and now you're attacking my team. No, they, I love you. They I'm, were just I'm, playing break, to, to, Jerry, just straight break defense for the first eight weeks of the season. For the first time in this show, we are laughing with one another. This is great. We're having a All great right. time. All right, enough lines. I'm getting my, sick my, to my, my stomach. Biggest, my biggest Go thing ahead, is Joe. this: Go is ahead. like you know the the Dallas and New York game last week is what kind of helped my prediction this week. If if, if New York had just absolutely stuffed the Cowboys last weekend. 
Uh, I'd probably be seeing a different team. Yeah, we're going to get to the Cowboys a bit the, later. The, Gi- I, the Giants over the, over the course of the season, have, have just like the Lions, have gotten their shit together. And it, I mean, had, <laughs> if this was the Giants that showed up to Lambeau Field, uh, then I'd be saying, okay, you know, Lions are going to Lions are going to fucking probably okay. hand it to them. But you know, Joe. But uh, okay, uh, we're after, mo- after last week, I'm like, Go okay, ahead. well, you know, here we go. Okay, but you've been pretty clear. I mean, we're we're moving on, but you've you I mean, you, you can't be any more clear. You said the Lions are going to lose out and lose the division. I mean, you can't be more clear, bud. I mean, you 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 are yeah, well, yeah, he he's just defending the Giants. Schedule. That makes sense. I, I, I understand Tony, defending the Giants. Tony, Tony yes. Yes, I yeah, I understand. You're defending the Giants. All hail the New York Football Giants. Well, I don't and the Lions are going to beat them up in like less than an hour and a half. So, let's move on. So, All right. okay. So, we got we got Topic number two again. We're, we're trying to be it, concise. It piggybacks off the last topic, it but it's, really it's, really it's I think it's actually concise. totally different. Uh, we'll start with Tony on this one. Are the Packers a, a threat? Like obviously we. You Tony, get off opinion, your phone. Get off your phone. Are the and Packers make a, point. a threat. Yes, like I, a real threat. Yes, I I think I said this earlier. I mean, they're definitely a real threat. They have a great schedule. You got the Bears, who are a complete dumpster fire today. As I said, they got the Vikings on mm-hmm. Christmas Eve. And the Vikings have kind of fallen apart after coming out strong. I mean, they are getting AP back this week, which is good for the Vikings. But at the same time, I mean, he's still going to be banged up. How much can you trust him? That's your point? Yeah, I think I definitely think they're a threat. And then if you want to talk about the last game of the season, I mean, yeah, you can say, oh, the Lions only lost by seven points to the Packers. But the Packers got up 31-3 to start that game. Okay. Yeah, they only passed the ball like Good twice job. in the second half or something ridiculous like that. Okay, yeah, well, they well, basically you're next, so just, you're next. So yeah. put it on cruise control. So there. although I think the Lions are going to win the division, and I don't really think it's a question anymore because I don't think the Packers can do it. That you have to consider them a threat based <clears throat> solely on the fact they're going to be favored in their next two games, and the Lions are going to be underdogs. So just based on just pure facts, like no no bias, no opinions, just on pure facts. If, the, if all goes according to Vegas, the Packers win the next two games, the Lions lose the next two games, that game in Detroit's probably going to be th- maybe three points favoring the Lions for being at home, maybe even money. So I do, th- yes, I do think the Packers are a real threat. I don't think they're going to get done, but you can't say, just because I don't think they're going to get done doesn't mean they're not a threat. Okay. I hope that makes sense. That I'm does, not trying to contradict no, no, myself. No, it makes sense. It, 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 it was a little bit back and forth. I, I'm not going to drop the seesaw button on you on that one, but it was close. But I understand what you were saying. But, um, okay, you have to – the key component to this question is yes or no uh, when it comes to Packers being a threat, and it's very, very close, as you just illustrated. Um, now who's CSON? Ans- no. Uh, Guys, CSON is way from Washington. And my answer is no. Uh, even though they will play competitive and they have a, a very – one might say non-competitive schedule. Um, I would argue that you know they they just had a big time win against the Seahawks. Yeah, man, they won thirty-eight to to ten against the Seahawks. That was a great win. But honest to God, I'm not just being a fanboy for the Lions or, or Michigan or the, anything in general. Um, I think that was an anomaly. Uh, I, I mean, they I, also gave the Eagles their first home loss. Okay, no team scored more than fourteen in Philadelphia. They put up like twenty-four. Okay, I'm trying to be concise. So they blew out the Seahawks. I give them all the credit in the world for that, which they deserve. You want me to pat them on the back, pat them on the ass, Gerard? I'll, anything you want, I'll do. They did that. However, I think it was a bit of an anomaly. Um, 
you know, hey, yeah, the Bears, not very good, but they beat the Lions. Lions are pretty good. Uh, the Vikings, sure, yeah, we beat them, the Lions. We beat them twice, but both games were, like, completely close. Every game's going to be close is the point I'm making. And the Packers have not proven, besides that game, uh, to be the team. They just came back alive. They're not the team that's going to come out and blow people out, man. They're going to have a close game today with the Bears. They're going to have a close game with the Vikings. It's going to be close either way. I'm not making a prediction. However, the, the general point being, I do not think that they will come back from two games disadvantage with the Lions, who have already predicted to win the next three to win the division. So they are not a threat. Not a threat, no, to answer the question. But they are good. They can bang, and it will be close. But these, to Tony's point, uh, the Bears and the, the Vikings, sure, yeah, that's not fun. But the Lions have been doing this for 13 weeks, man. You already, Jerry already questioned their schedule. Every game is tough. It's going to be seven points, less here, touchdowns here, uh, a non-football play here, a referee call away from there. It's going to be close, man. You think the Packers are going to come out and blow people out every week? I don't care if it's Cleveland, Vikings, Chicago. I don't care who it is. It's not going to be one-sided like it was. That was an anomaly against the Seahawks. No, the Packers are not a threat, but they will play close, and Aaron Rodgers is back, and they were very, very bad in a dark place at one point, but they sobered up, and they're here to play for a little bit, but they won't win the division. No. It's pretty clear that they got to be kicking themselves for those four games. They would have just picked off one of them. They might be able to afford to lose. Dark place. They... they were in a dark place for a minute, man. You know what? And it rests on their defense. I'm not going to break down the numbers because we don't have time, but they were historically bad over four games. I'm talking numbers they haven't seen since the Great Depression. I mean, Jerry, in my antics, that was that was that fair? I'm, I'm not, I'm, I have an opinion. I mean, it you took a long way to get there but yeah you just I, don't think the Packers opinion, are gonna get it done I have an opinion you have yours but you see what I'm saying you don't think they're a threat because you think the Lions are gonna win the next three and yeah. that's fair okay Krasik what do you think no, I think the Packers are definitely a threat I think uh I like the enthusiasm you know, right there Joe that's why you're a good captain that was, I like that, that was more conviction than enthusiasm that, that was yeah conviction, conviction. I'm sorry conviction. Yeah. it's early go ahead are they at home against the Bears no they're at Chicago why don't you move to Chicago, Chicago sucks hey here, here's the why deal uh so, so, Soldier Field, Lambeau Field, uh, Big House, Green Green Bay is gonna win the next the next few games here. Uh, okay. I, I think I think I think this is one of those rallies here where you're, you're seeing a, a good team with good players starting to get some people back. They got Randall back. They got uh, they got a little bit of swagger back on that defense. You know, five five interceptions last week. Uh, granted, a couple of those were, uh, were like oh, those, those Russell those Wilson threw another, but uh, that that Randall interception, man, that was, I, I think he's He's locked in. He's ready to go. And now I think with a, a little bit of a secondary health, you know, back and, and a little healthier, the Packers can afford to produce a pass rush and kind of commit more to, to chasing the quarterback, which which changes the whole dynamic. You know, you got Clay Matthews back in, uh, who, who's always dangerous. And and I know I know Rodgers is banged up a little bit, but so is Matthew Stafford. So it's like you you can play this any way you want. Whoa. The Packers still got a good team, and they're still they're still definitely a threat to to win the NFC North. The, the Lions just have three really tough games and then the ultimatum against Green Bay. Green Bay is the X-Factor game because both of them are obviously in the same conference fighting for that we'll NFC get to that. championship. We're going to get to that. We're going to get to that but, last game. But Go ahead. But go ahead. Are, And then they're, they're in Dallas, aren't they? Yeah, yeah in it's Dallas. in Dallas on Monday it's night. in Dallas, yep. On Monday night yeah, football so, next week. So two, two road games against two good NFC teams oh, who, are, who are fighting – or one's going to be fighting for a bye week. The other one's just fighting for uh, for a playoff spot as well. So the thing is, because of Dallas losing that game, actually means something now. Yeah. Go ahead. So I my hand. so that 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 that's my take is is Dallas Dallas 
and and I think this kind of goes in the next topic here, but I, I think Dallas is for real, and they're going to have themselves a uh, a real task in stopping Ezekiel Elliott. Okay, so you you went a number of places there, but your main point is that the Packers are going to win, pretty much win out, right? Yes. Okay, so Lions are losing. We're talking uh, for the people, Joe. Lions are losing out. Packers are winning out. So the Packers are not only a threat; they're going to win the they're going to win the North for sure. Book it, right? Am I, okay. I'm just being. Am I clear? Book it. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, you you mentioned a couple things. One of them being the quarterback position. Um, Stafford is nowhere near the amount of banged up as as Rogers. Rogers came. Oh, came thank ba- you for admitting that, Frank. No. Whoa. No, I was. You must have missed. Most Lions fans are saying Rogers is a sissy. No, he no he is. He's not a sissy. Rogers is a tough he's guy. He's got a pop right calf. I, I, we we talk about this a lot of times on on football week on Sunday games and we get the fellows over. It's like you, you either say a tough guy or no, and uh, Rogers is a tough guy. He's a tough guy for sure. I, I give him that. He's a tough guy. I would I would never discredit that. But Stafford, his hand injury is he's not banged up. I would never ever use the words banged up with Stafford as far as right now is concerned. He hasn't been banged up since two thousand and nine. And uh, it's going to be fine. And, I mean, Joe, I, the only thing I have to say, we're, we're just being we're, – we're going around, and my turn's already passed. But the only point I could be is, man, like you, you think the Lions are going to win or lose out and the Packers are going to win out, and I couldn't disagree with you anymore. I, I couldn't disagree with you anymore. I, just, so that, that's, there's I nothing think left. that's pretty apparent. That's, that, I mean, that's, there's nothing else I can say. I, I just can't believe it. I, I just can't believe that you think that. But that's you made good points. I just can't believe that people think that way. I'm a little stunned you can't believe that. If you look at the I mean, teams, I mean after 27 easy. years of being alive, I don't know. I don't see why you can't believe I can think this way. Well, I think you're, I think you're kind of lashing out a little bit with the, <laughs> at, the Red Wings. At the song. end of the day, they're pretty evenly matched teams. If you look at them like top top to bottom, who? they're pretty who? The Lions and Packers are pretty okay, even. But the Lions are two games ahead, Gerard. What I'm saying is I don't get how you I can't mean, I, do I don't mean? get how you can't believe it when you're predicting a team that's equal to the skill level of the Packers to win out and you got the Packers like losing out. You know I'm just saying The like, People's you, Forum you should, is on Sunday. I'm what not is, saying what is the record with, of the teams. You don't have to agree with Joe, but you should see where he's coming from. I I I, I told him he made good points. They're fair I just I don't I think it's weird I I really think it's a weird thought I think it's a weird thing to way to think I mean the the ultimate proof got is every Sunday I mean I told you guys at the beginning of the show one game two games three games maybe you can you can make an argument thirteen times nine and four look at the record man I mean what's up bring them on you're, you're playing go ahead play the games then I mean I I just I couldn't disagree yeah more, I mean, I'm pretty point. sure they're gonna play the games yeah well I couldn't disagree more and you're being sarcastic because you have nothing else to say if you want to I don't point, have I think the Lions are gonna win the division I've already said what I had to say okay well go, uh, I'm trying right. to keep it concise no you're, you're trying to keep it concise but you're also being sarcastic and I don't appreciate it you know I, I don't yeah because I feel like we're hammering the same point over and over again okay personally. well it's been three weeks so I'm gonna hammer all I want man imagine if you didn't see your wife or girlfriend for three weeks I haven't seen the people in a long time sorry okay so Frank the sweetheart. Yeah, yeah. I'll give him that. Damn right. I'd be happy not to see him. All right, for well, three I, weeks. I, anything else about the Lions or the Packers that anyone wants to get off their chest? Last opportunity. Oh, uh, I wanted to throw. Did I say the Packers have? Uh, they have oh, th- to Joe's point Why about the D line getting that? after the quarterback. They've had three averaging three sacks over their three game win streak and three turnovers. Just want to throw that out there. Okay, and I want to throw this out there. I think Eli Manning, despite his two Super Bowl rings, is old overrated and i think the lions defense who can who can tackle 
who can tackle and play and hurt. I think they will do all of the above on Eli Manning I today. I think we covered that already. Well, I don't care. I'm going to say I it will, again. To, to Frank's You know, Tony, you just play over there on your phone, and then you chime in and try to be funny. If you want to say yeah. something, go ahead. Eli Manning sucks. That's what I'm saying. He's yeah. going to get lit up today. What do you got to say? Eli Manning. You want some coffee? At one point, I already fucking you want said some coffee? my part. At, at one point in time, Eli was an elite quarterback, and it's clear he's passed He's a bum. Time. He's going to get lit up. He's not a bum. He has two Super Bowl wins. I just and cleared that. He balls out. He's not a bum. You can't call it two-time yeah. champion. Wait till, wait till 1 o'clock today. I'm taking a stance, man. I mean, I don't get this. B- if you're so We bored, all took stances. No. Do you want us to yell our stances? No. No. T- Apparently, I'm we have t- to yell like Frank yells. I wasn't talking to you. I was talking to Tony because he just plays uh, fish bones on his phone where he's playing over there. And then he chimes I did, in. I took one fucking picture and put it on our Instagram, Frank. That's what I'm fucking doing over here. Thank all you, right, thank all you right. for a little all enthusiasm. Right. Let's move on. You go ahead and Jesus, transition. Jesus, calm us down. I'm not going to calm down. Move to a new topic. We're going to go. This is a big one after the Cowboys got pretty much lit up by the Giants 10 to 7. Do you guys think the Cowboys, who are sitting at 11 and 2 right now, do you think they're for real? Do you think they're Super Bowl contenders? Let's keep this real simple. Joe, you start. The Cowboys? You think they're for real or not? I think they are for real. I I think they are. Why? I think think their offensive line is dominant. Uh, I think they have. Exactly. I think they have a system where their, their quarterback stays within his lane. He doesn't do too much. I think they have a running back who's extremely talented and, a, and, a, and an additional running back in Alfred Morris that, that also does his role and knows his role and, and plays very well <laughs> in between the tackles. I think they have one of the best wide I don't want to interrupt in you game. too fast, Joe. I think they have uh, one of the most reliable tight ends in the game. Over and I think they have a couple other good complementary receivers on defense. I think they have uh, one of the more reliable linebackers uh, in football, and they have uh, a good enough secondary, and their their defensive line uh, is also uh, pretty effective as as uh, you know you know put on display the rest of the year. I mean, you can't you can't go eleven and two with, with a shit defense, you know. What I mean, so their defense has been doing their job. Um, when it comes to winning a Super Bowl. I mean, what like is is the question? Are they going to win the no, Super Bowl? No, no, no. The what? question like, is, are they just legitimate contenders? Oh yeah, yeah. I, th- I think they're legitimate contenders. I, we'll get to. I'd say, the, I mean, they made I'd the say, playoffs. We'll, we'll, we'll see what happens to the NFC title game. I mean, if they, you know, I, I think they're going to make it to the NFC title game, but at, at, you know, any anywhere after that, I, I'm not really sure because you know we obviously have four games until then. They they could have some injuries pile up, but you know, uh, as of right now, today, yes, Dallas, they are legitimate contenders. Sure, Tony. I got to agree with Joe and the offensive line. I mean, they've had a good offensive line for a few years now, and it just keeps getting better. I mean, DeMarco Murray ran like crazy behind that line. It doesn't – I mean, if you have a good running back with that line, you're going to have a great running game. That's what the <laughs> Cowboys have showed. And with Dak, I think it gives them the added benefit of the mobility at quarterback and his ability to scramble. And also the fact that he doesn't have to do much with their running game. So – I definitely think they're for real, and they definitely have a shot to win the Super Bowl, and they have a really good shot to win the NFC because I definitely think this is a down NFC this year. Well, like like you just said, Tony is is he doesn't he doesn't he's not that big of a you know a part of the running game because he stays within his lane. He knows that he can't run like he did in college. He knows that this is not like he's not he's not trying to be like RG three where he, he's trying to do what he did in college. Like he's just he's doing. What the, the the Cowboys need to do? He hands the ball off to Elliott, and he delivers he delivers good passes to the receivers when his receivers get open, and that's all he's got to do. I know he threw a couple picks last week, but 
like what was it like eight fucking games since he threw a pick before that? Yeah, but I mean, what I was saying with the mobility is, yeah, he's not running a lot, but he has the ability to run. Oh yeah, which yeah, he's got I young think, legs. Which I think definitely sometimes keeps the defense on their heels a little bit. Okay, right, all right. So if I want, if I wanted to watch ESPN, I would just do it on weekdays. But this is a Sunday, man. You guys, man, everything about the Cowboys. The question on the show sheet is. Are the Cowboys a real threat? That is what is written down in front of me. And the answer, yes. a real threat. I, I heard your point. I heard you say yes. And so, Joe, to extents, I heard that. Um, the answer to the question is no. No. First of all, they have an owner who is borderline schizophrenic and senile. Well, yeah, I hate okay. Jerry Jones, Jerry too. Jones is a great businessman, but he is insane. He is an accident waiting to happen, to quote your, your ESPN stuff that you guys are p- p- pulling out. I've seen enough of the Cowboys, man. I can't wait until next Monday when the Lions go to the, the, the proving ground and, and stomp them out. But we have to take one step at a time and beat the Giants today, which we've already covered. So, are they a threat? No. Again, I'll say it twice. The... the uh, the whole Tony Romo drama, the whole drama. Yeah, they've won a lot of games, but you can also call their, their schedule into question, just like Jerry did with the Lions. You can call that into question. They won two more games. I mean, come on, man. Like They have, they have a question. I don't, I don't think rookie. there's any more drama with Tony Romo. He's sitting. That's no more man. drama. I, no, no longer than two days ago, I heard that if, no. if, if, if Prescott makes one more mistake, Tony Romo might be coming in. and That, that wasn't even my main point. That's just, that's just a fact. They asked Jerry Jones about it. Go and ahead. He, uh, Jerry Jones, this is actually defending Frank on this one. Jerry Jones is like exact words pretty closely where when it's time to pull Dak, we'll know it's time. Yeah. He, like you'll know. Like there's not a certain amount of time. Like you'll know when it's time if he's playing bad. They have it in their mind exactly. So when to say the him. least, it was extremely questionable his response to that, right, Jerry? It was a questionable response. Yeah, he should never said it. it Troy Aikman came on the air and said, why would you say something like that? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, that wasn't even my main point. So so there's drama with that. They've won games, but the, the schedule is questionable. Uh, they aren't that good. Yes, they have an outstanding offensive line, which brings out the rookie to make him look better than he is, even though he is good. Okay? Elliot is a good running back. He a, does a good, solid job. Okay, he's a world-class football player, but he's not Barry Sanders. All right, they have a good offensive line, but their defense ain't that good. They have questions. They have their main two guys that it's good for the media in the regular season is a a rookie quarterback with a funny story behind it, fourth-round pick out of Mississippi State, and a rookie running back. (laughs) Rookies, rookies. I don't care what you say. Rookies can be good. They can be cute. They can be sexy in the regular season. When it comes to crunch time and being a threat, rookies will not get it done. Guys who have been in the league for eight to nine years, 28 years old, men. Joe, you know this better than anyone from being a captain in the Marine Corps. Who are you going to trust more? Someone who just got their rifle, getting a boner, waking up, dropping your I'm not even going to say it. Who are you going to trust more, the captain or, or the guy that just just picked up his rifle? The, the, you cannot trust the Dallas Cowboys this early. Yes, they're going to be good. Yes, they have an offensive line. They have some weapons. As far as a real threat, and when I say real threat, playoffs and Super Bowl, no. No, they're not. How old was Tom Brady when he won the Super Bowl? I'm not sure. He's 39 no now, so, I mean, he's pretty old. Was that his rookie year? He's no. Probably, he, I think he was like a 27-year-old rookie, so what are you getting at? No, he rode the pine for one year before that, but it was his first time starting. He took how old was he? His gig. He, he wasn't a rookie. He wasn't a rookie. It was like his second year in the league. I don't know how we got. Or go make your point, Joe. I don't know how it's Tom Brady. I, I, just, I, was, I just I was went saying, off on young, the Cowboys. Young, inexperienced quarterback won the Super Bowl. 
Okay. And look at him now. So who are you taking? You you gonna take uh you taking the rookies over the over like the, the guys in their prime then? Ben Roethlisberger won it as a rookie. Yeah, worst quarterback rating for any quarterback to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, he did. I'm, yeah. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I, like no, it's no, more than just. A I just there's, do you there's see the 22 point? Twenty-two other players, okay. you got to remember. Okay, on. yeah, I understand, but do you see the point that I'm making, man? Dude, the, first of all, let's. Not, I see the point. No, I see the point. Let's not act like, can't be the end all be all. Oh, I understand. Act like okay. We're acting like the Cowboys are like the Patriots. You just talked about Tom. Well, Brady. Your, your first reasoning was that Jerry Jones is a schizo. Like that doesn't tell me shit about the players okay. in the field. Right, hear the me out. The okay. You're right, J- Joe. You're you're right. Hear me out though. Like that was your one point. Is okay. is, is Jerry Jones I, and some but bullshit I'm make drama? Another, I'll make another. And I, and I, I went through and listed out. I'll make another the goddamn one. line. The receiver's a tight end for fuck's sake. And like, I'll I, I'm not hearing it, Frank. Like, all, I'll all I know it. is Jerry Jones is the schizo, and that's why I'll the Cowboys aren't going to win out. I'll counter it. Okay, thank you. And you're right. I, I did get, get a little animated there, and I'm sorry about that. But the point is, I'm going off on the Cowboys. They get so much media attention with Jerry Jones, the quarterback controversy and the running back i get caught up in it dude sorry i'm a fan as well and now i'll make some football points and some actual sports points because you called me out on it they have a good offensive line there's 22 other players or you whatever there's 11 guys on each side they have a good offensive line des bryant is a head case too you know i i won't use the word schizo again because you already use it against me but he's questionable too he's not himself des bryant doesn't look himself their best receiver I what is it Beasley? Is that is that his name? Beasley. The yeah, best receiver is Brian. By the time Cole Beasley. Well, the guy that's doing the best. I just the answer. Yes, yes. Is that his name? Beasley. Well, Cole Beasley. They have yes. a guy named Beasley, Cole Beasley. Yes. Okay. So Beasley. Okay, you're gonna count on him. The offense isn't that good without the rookies doing their thing, man. And they've been exposed a little bit by the Giants, which you referenced. I don't know what else you want me to say. Like, I have to say yes or no to the question. I'm saying no, and I'm calling out the Cowboys for being frauds that they are. They haven't been real since the 90s. And I I know I'm defending the Lions. They haven't been real since ever. But I think this one is... It's on our side. I'm just making a point, man. I, I like your. I like you calling me out. I like the challenge. I like it. But I'm just calling out the Cowboys and saying that they're not a threat. That's what I'm saying. Because the media is fake. They're fake. Jerry Jones is fake. Des Bryant's fake. And the rookies aren't ready. What up? All right. Well, 11 and 2 looks pretty real to me. All right. Bring. All right. Bring it on on Monday night. How, oh. Your guys' oh, little thing are. actually kind of convinced me how to take my point. See, the thing is, I get what Frank's saying. I love that it. Have young, I love that shit. They got young people. But really, Frank's being pretty subjective on this point because he's sick of hearing about the Cowboys. I'm sick of it. Man. At the end of the day... And the NFC, if the Lions end up being the two seed, you got the Cowboys in there. The Falcons haven't been in the playoffs in a while. Their team's young. Besides Matt Ryan, they don't have playoff experience. Besides the Seahawks, if Tampa Bay makes any other wild cards, the Giants, you have the only two out of the six teams with experience. I mean, Stafford's pretty much a playoff rookie, just as the same as Dak and Zeke is. And I think they're for real. Stafford's played in two playoff games. Yeah, he lost both of them. What I'm saying is, so two games. I mean, yeah. All I'm saying is the NFC is pretty green when it comes to you know, talent. And uh, our games played in that. The reason why the Cowboys are for real is because I don't think the NFC is a strong division. And outside of two losses, they're eleven and zero. Dak Prescott has something like nineteen to one. What? Oh, never mind. Uh, he's nineteen to one touchdown interception outside of those games, eleven and zero. And you can't argue with that. And at the end of the day, if they go to Seattle or they go have to go to Green Bay, anywhere outside that run game, run games travel. And then that, that's just a fact of life, and you keep the ball out of the other team's hands. 
So they're for real, but I think they're for real by default, not because they're that good of a team. I think personally lining up any team in the NFC versus the Patriots right now, maybe the top 10, I think they'd get blown out. And I mean, that's just, a, I'm just throwing it in as a side. You don't have to agree with me or disagree. I just think the NFC, there's been a, there's a lack of talent in the NFC right now. There's not any complete teams. The Giants are at the third best defense in the league right now, and their defense isn't even fucking good. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I mean, I, I kind of said it at my point earlier. I think we have a weak NFC this year. And the uh, Dallas's defense is very reminiscent of uh, the Lions' defense. They're a little bit more undersized, but they just get to the ball and hit. They're just fast. They get to the ball and they don't miss tackles. Yeah. And it's working for the Lions, so, I mean, it's working for them. Sure is. I mean, <laughs> so, so they're not a threat. I, I think that they are, but I think it's more by default than by something they're going to do themselves. Yeah. That's, and Joe, yeah. I want to say one last thing. Joe made a point. He pointed out after we, would, we pretty much just sparred. Me and Joe pretty much just sparred. And his last jab was the the record. Yeah, man. And to all your guys' point you just made, sure, they lost two games, man. You could take that game we watched at the creepy B-dubs against Houston and the Bears game, which we should have won in the first place. The Lions would have two losses, too, man. The NFC is fugazi. It's very, very questionable. And it's not that good. But right now, it's our time to pounce and seek the opportunity, man. Like, two losses, that doesn't scare me at all. And I'm so glad they play on live national TV next Monday on the Ultimate Proving Ground. That is what's really crazy about the Lions' schedule is I don't, the Packers game, they should have lost. And I don't think they really had a chance in the Houston game, game planning-wise. But they shouldn't have oh, lost to the did. Bears or the Titans. They got robbed. In the, I mean, Do you understand my point? I was, I was trying to yeah. reiterate your point. The Lions could be sitting at 11-2 right now, already yeah. have the division wrapped up. And that's crazy to think about that they pretty much blew that and like they have to have questions. That's why the, the record of Dallas doesn't scare me. They lost the same team and, twice. You know, what? In, in a questionable As we league. also wrap up that, all the people getting back on the Packers bandwagon are a bunch of losers too i was listening no, to colin not. cowherd his number one enemy saying stafford's better for like the last month now he has three good games and it's like he just he's talking about the nfc north and he just glazed over yeah i think the packers <laughs> win the nfc north doesn't make a point just goes over because he can't admit that he's wrong because he's a fraud gerard they're all frauds. yeah that's who you were citing a couple weeks ago I'm, all i'm saying is he's been proven to be fraudulent I wasn't citing him i well i guess i did so i told you what he said i, I cited him because he represents the yeah, national league who i have called out twice yeah, I don't like the national media. Uh, we're not really we going to cover the yet. NFC here or the AFC. I mean, because the AFC, you got your teams out west, and then you got the Patriots, and they're going to have a nice battle in the playoffs. We'll make some predictions down the road, but I mean, the AFC. I mean, just a quick yes or no on the AFC, though. Do the Browns go zero sixteen? Oh yeah, I wanted to do this. I oh god. The thing is, I think they will only because right now no team wants to be their one win. If you, if you're going to get creep out your one win, like. 49ers did it week one. Lucky them. You got to do it in the middle of the season when people are sleeping. They could have caught somebody napping, but now everybody's saying, we can't lose to the Browns. And they're going to quit on themselves. Yeah, the Browns are going 0-16. Yeah, you're, that's a, I was, you kind of stole my thought a little bit. That's a, that's a great point. Uh, dude, if you're going to creep a win, uh, trust me from experience, being a Lions fan, all of us can attest to this except for Gerard. Um, if you're going to get that win, it's going to come early, like just some fluke win, man. When teams are up against it and it's crunch time and they're game plan, they've had a whole season and you're that bad to where you've lost that many games in a row, you're not winning, dude. Like you just aren't. I was a fanboy, man. I, the Lions, back when blacking out was a thing, you would black out games. I would listen to Lions at 0-14. 
0-16 season, I would listen to the Lions on 97.1, listen to them on the radio while they're getting blown out, while they're blacked out because not enough people showed up to play. I listened. I know what it's like. You mean not enough people showed up in the stands? In the stands. They stand. had enough people to play. Well, they yeah. They played the game. Barely. Yeah, but yeah, that's what I meant. You're right. And so... Honestly, with their quarterback situation, they, they, they really play. didn't have enough people show up. They pretty much didn't not enough people team. to show up. So I listened to every game. But the point is, man, people are up against their plan for their, their jobs, their playoff positions. I'm not sure what their schedule even is the last three games. But, dude, based on what I've seen, I would be tremendously shocked if they won. And I think they're going to go 0-16, just like the Lions did. And it's fucking horrible for their fan base. But thank God we're not there anymore. I think they'll go 0-16 as well. But I would say their only big chance to win. I mean, this week they got the Bills in Buffalo. I think the Loss, Bills will win that. For sure. Jesus. But, and then they close out the season in Pittsburgh. Dude, the Bills suck. The <laughs> okay, Le'Veon Bell is going to run. Exactly. It, oh my but here's God. the thing. Oh, it's going to be dickdance.com for Le'Veon Bell week 17. On Christmas Eve, though. <laughs> he's going to be helicoptering his way through midfield. The Browns have their home uh, finale on Christmas Eve. Against the Chargers. And that's one thing where the Chargers are coming. <laughs> Am all... I supposed to get excited? Was that, was that like an excitement uh, tease? Break down? <laughs> no, I'm saying that that's probably the Browns' last chance to oh win a game God, this fucking season. Oh, my God. He made that so dramatic. They're at home against a Chargers team that's going to have to travel across the country for that The game. Browns? Are you talking about the Browns, right? Yeah. Yes. That's like their only okay. shot to win, I think, the rest of the year. Well, good and they'll luck probably to them. still lose. Good luck to them. Yeah. Uh, the Browns suck, and we've spent way too much time on Dude, them. If they would have kept Money Menzel, they definitely wouldn't won a game this year. I'm just saying that. It's a fact. <laughs> yeah, it's probably true, man. He, Draft he, day. He likes to have a good Johnny time. Johnny Manziel. He likes to have a good time, but he would have won a game. Joe likes, Joe likes Johnny Manziel. Joe likes Johnny Manziel. Joe, what do you say? Shit. Are they going on? Do you have anything? Do you have thoughts on the Browns, Joe? Do you have a big take on the Browns? Uh, it's just <laughs> ridiculous. Just skip it, man. Just skip. Thank it. you. Thank you so much. It's like, it's like kicking a... I'm not gonna say it. Oh man. God! Yeah, you almost, you almost went on. there. Okay, yeah, gotcha. Okay, I'm pulling for him though. Okay, I so love the line. In general, hear, hear me out. In general, the point we're getting at. Okay, the Browns suck. The, the, there it is on RSF. You heard it here first, guys. But uh, the, I just take you in here all week. I just take you. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Cooler than the damn snow up my ass crack right the now. The point was we, we can't. We we we've been gone for a while. We can't really dive into the AFC. The point is there's about four good teams. There's the Patriots. There's the the Raiders, the Chiefs, and the Broncos in their defense. And it, we'll we'll talk about them later. There, there's some good teams in the AFC. I personally think it's gonna be an NFC year. We'll talk about that later as well. But that's the NFL, people. Uh, on to college, you know. There's the big. There's the big seg. On to college. Uh, a lot has occurred in the last three weeks. I was uh, had the fortunate opportunity of being with all four of these gentlemen, or all three of these gentlemen, all four of us together, live to watch the Michigan Ohio State game, which didn't turn out the way we wanted. Um, a, a lot's occurred. State's brutal. Um, there's a Big Ten championship game going on. We can talk about the championship game and its meaning. We have a, a few things to discuss as far as college football, the playoffs, the rankings, what has occurred, and just college football in general, man. There's no getting around it. I'm not happy. Trust me. And you all know why. But uh, let, let's wrap about it, Jerry. Why don't you go ahead and go? All right. Our first question is pretty simple. U of M season success or failure going to play FSU in the Orange Bowl, I believe, on Friday the 30th. Okay. Uh, you know what? I don't... 
Okay, I'll go. So, I mean, you said there was a team of destiny. We're going to let you go first, Frankie. All right, I have to. Okay, here I am on trial. I'm on the stand. I will not lie on the stand. I'm under oath. Um, I was wrong. I was wrong. Uh, I, I came out. Thank you. Well, no shit. <laughs> no shit. I the came out with uh, an extraordinary an extraordinary amount of confidence with the Michigan football team. I thought they had a ton of seniors. I thought they had a ton of talent. I thought they had a, the best coach uh, in, in the country. And they did. All of the above, they did. And they wasted it, man. I think it was a complete failure. They wasted it, man. They, uh, they had every they had, uh, all-American corners. They had all-American linebackers, hybrids. Uh, they had a quarterback that was capable. They had a schedule that was just destined to put them in the top four uh, uh, playoff. Everything was put on a tee. You had the best driver in the bag. You had the just perfect uh, conditions to just swing and just go, man. And they missed. They duffed it. Uh, they lost to Iowa in a stupid way on the road. And they lost to Ohio State. Give it controversial, but I'm not going to go the whole blame it on the refs routine. We don't have enough time. They lost in a very questionable game against Ohio State. They were even in the mix to, to, to top off the whipped cream and cherry on top of their failure to answer this question was the fact that they lost to Iowa on the road, lost to Ohio State on the road. The only two games that even mattered, that even were in question, that were even in question, that they lost. But still, despite that, they were in the mix due to net, because they're Michigan. They were in the mix. They're on, they're on ESPN. They're on Fox Sports 1. They're everywhere. They're on the committee's list of teams. If, this is, if Wisconsin does this and, and Washington does that, and even then their karma was so bad to where all the teams that were supposed to lose or win didn't or did, and they, they laid an egg, man, and now they're going to play Florida State. Do I think they'll beat them? Yeah, they're going to win the bowl game. It's going to be good. And Harbaugh, the psycho Michigan fans, which I used to be, Earlier this season, we'll jump on there, and it'll be just like next time. But you know, uh, they're gonna—they're—they're they're here to stay. But for this season, right here, right now, it is a complete and utter failure. Their schedule was fugazi. Their their destiny was real, and they failed. All right, strong point. Let's not use fugazi anymore. Krasik, out to you. <laughs> yeah, I think. Uh... U of M is definitely here to stay, man. I mean, you, you look at the recruiting classes they're pulling. Uh, they're pretty loaded. Good coach. I mean, obviously, uh, you know, with L.A. and, and every other uh, pro team. And, and, you know, I'm sure there's a couple of college teams out there offering up, you know, 30000 million bajillion dollars. Uh, you know, if that makes any sense. Yeah, so they, 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 got, they got the structure. They got the system. They got the players coming in. And it's just really just a matter of time. Uh, but before they they start trading wins back and forth with Iowa State, so I mean I, I think I think it's still a little bit raw right now right now in Michigan, but they got that they got that five star defensive end you know example number one uh, was it Gray Gary Gary or uh, something Gary Rashad whatever Gary. whatever whoever Gary, that guy Rashad is Gary uh, yeah yeah so uh, I mean Michigan's pulling pulling the right strings right now. It's just really a matter of time before they. They run the table, and it, it's got to be kind of one of those years where everything lines up. Of course, but were they you know, a they failure though? Upset, they were a failure though, right? Is that what you, you, to, uh, this I year? I want to call them a failure, man. No? I mean, they did better than they did last year. 
Oh, uh, God. Yeah, I know. I mean, you, you got to win on the road, man, and that, that, that kind of shit happens. I mean, you've seen... Joe, the schedule was set up to win the national championship, dude. It was set up to win. Come on, uh, man. I mean... Look at the schedule, man. God, they were... Yeah, I mean, that's I mean, why... Why do you think I was so confident all those weeks? Next year. I know, well, you're right. I think, like I said, I think they're here to stay. But, dude, like, why do you think I was so confident all these weeks... Like, I was, like, being, like, this big bravado. It's because they weren't playing anybody, man. The only games they had to win was Iowa on the road, who sucked, and then just have a close one against Ohio State and win, which was a close one, and they lost. That's why I was so cocky, dude, and they failed, man. It was a failure. Yeah, but I don't, I don't see a lot of those teams getting that much better next year, though. You know what I mean? Like, right, you look at all those teams, forward, maybe, maybe yeah. Penn State. But, I mean, at the same time, I mean, all they got to do is watch some film and see that Penn State throws the ball up bunch of fucking floaters and Wisconsin has, you know, with their all white secondary, they just couldn't catch the guy. Falling out in that game. You see when he threw that sweet ass touchdown pass and then did the baseball bat symbol. Mm-hmm. That guy can bang. I like that quarterback now. Yeah, Tony, but I mean, you all you gotta do is watch a little film at the same time. It's like, dude, they're just they're just bombing it, man. Like you 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 drop another five star safety back there, and he's gonna he's gonna be in the NFL before next week. I like you Joe's optimism. I, Joe, I love it, man. Like you know, I'll, you're I'll actually bringing Michigan, me around. You're Michigan's bringing me got, around. You're bringing me around. Dude, Michigan, Michigan's got the structure now. They got they got the coach. They they should have gotten five, seven, ten fucking years ago after Lloyd Carr left. And now they got the recruiting back. I mean, it, yeah, dude, right. it, it just right. it just makes right. sense. The only thing the only thing for Michigan is Harbaugh needs to stay there more right. than four years. I hate Lee's right. He hasn't he hasn't been in a coaching job. He hasn't been in a I gig for more right. than four years at a time. No, well, he's, so, what he, what Joe is doing, he's doing he's doing a play, and that's what smart what geniuses do. He's doing a play, so he's he's admitting the fact what? that Michigan. He's did in, you just say geniuses do plays? Are we talking about like Shakespeare? He's, he's make, Jerry. Can't, he's making a play. He's playing the game. What geniuses do? Listen, if you would listen, I would tell you what I'm talking about. So what happened? What Joe just did was explain the fact that Michigan should have won, but they're going that now they're going to. So they're in the right direction. It's not a failure. He's taking the captain approach, which he is, of saying, "Yes, they're better than last year. We made progress, and we're going to do better. We have the uh, the assets and the resources to do better next year." However, and the topic at hand is that right now, and we did fail, I think. But I love but, where your head's at, Joe. I love it. Totally. But when I when I see it, when I see is like Jabril Peppers, like top ten pick, hands down, right? Top ten. Uh, NFL some people got dropping out of the first round later in the season. Oh, really? What Iowa did, yeah, and Ohio State. Once they moved on to linebacker, teams started running at him. Okay, I well, know he won all those he, awards, he's the, but he's you trimmed he's... down and head back to safety. Then, anyways, great great football player, right? They they had they had some yeah. studs on defense. That was not Michigan's issue, as evidenced by the Ohio no, State game. No, they 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 can they can stuff people, right? The the thing the, the biggest thing I have for Michigan is they gotta find that that five star recruit, that that savior quarterback. That's what they need. And they need a killer running back. They had good running backs, but I, they don't they didn't have like no, you know, who who's the who's the uh, Heisman trophy winner last year? Uh Derrick Henry. Uh, what? Derrick Henry, Henry won the Heisman Trophy last year. Yeah, yeah, Derrick. Yeah, yeah. They don't have no Derrick Henry back there or anything. And I, and I that's, that's what I'm saying. They're they're pulling these recruiting classes. I think though that talent is coming. Once that talent shows up, that 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 next Jim Harbaugh, Andrew Luck scenario. You know what I mean? That that's when Michigan is gonna is gonna run the table. But they they they. I mean, they had this spite dude who. I mean, there's no there's no one in the middle of the field except for an Ohio State linebacker, and he threw it right to him. You know what I mean? It's just or or, or he tripped over. 
and, and all of a sudden he, he threw the ball like five yards to a Ohio State player. You know, I mean, it's just I mean, the that, most that's, dramatic that's football I've ever coach. seen. They should have never called a play action from their own uh, one yard line. But let's get Tony involved here. Wait, Do you what, think what? it was a failure? I think your mic's off. You got it? Yeah, my mic's back okay. on now. Yeah, Tony? We're good. We're good. <laughs> all right. So what I was going to say was, I mean, this is college. And as somebody who has a college degree, something we said a lot is C's get degrees. So wow. uh, I'd give Michigan a C for their season, which is still a passing grade. <laughs> okay. I, okay. I see what you did. I see what you did there. It's actually kind of funny, but, but why have, a C? But you have to elaborate on why. I, I get the plug you just did, but you have to elaborate on why you just said that. Seriously. Um, they had a winning record. And they beat one of the two their two big rivals in they in beating Michigan State. They played a close game that was very competitive with Ohio State. And they're going to a New Year's Six Bowl. I mean it's a good Tony It's I, an overall good year. I mean, if you would have beat I uh, I rip on you a lot, Tony, and I I, I, I kinda pick on you on this show and I apologize for that in general, but that is actually a pretty that is actually yeah. pretty great. But that's good work by you. That's you had that go, game on the go road. If you your six ball, that's at least a B, though. You can't I give mean, them a C. I mean, maybe a B minus. It C is a tough curve. That, that is a fair point by 10 Tony. 10 out of 12 is 83%. Can we all stop and uh, pat Tony on the back for that? That was a good effort by him. That was good. That was a good job by Tony. That was a good assessment. I think it was a horrible a tough, effort. That was a tough grade. Tough grade. I mean, the but Iowa game was kind of like... I would give him a B minus. That was a tough grade, but I like where your head is at. I, I mean, really the do. Iowa game was kind of that you go in on that test that you think is going to be easy and you didn't study for and you completely bomb it. Exactly. And then you got that te- that final exam that you knew was going to be pretty hard and you worked really hard, but you still didn't do as good as you hoped you would at the end of it yeah. in the Ohio State game. In yeah. the immortal words of Cardell Jones, I didn't come to Ohio State to play school. All right. <laughs> I'm not talking about grades here. We're talking about did they fail or succeed? And generally, nine times out of ten, if you make a New Year's that Six Bowl, also, I'm also going to pitch in the back for that one. That was a good. That was good. <laughs> That's one of my favorite lines ever. But was, like for Florida State, should have yeah. was ranked number two starting the season. I don't think their season was a failure because they got blown out by Louisville. They rallied. They made the New Year's Six. This was Michigan's best chance, probably since 1997. To have a shot at the national championship. I don't think they had a shot at Bama, but this was the best shot. Ohio State started the youngest roster of anybody in the Power Five. Michigan State had a horrible year, and their toughest game was Iowa on the road, who also had a really down year. I believe at the beginning of the season, I said they lose to Iowa and Ohio State. Also right about that. But I said that as well, but I also... This is specifically, I, this is specifically a failure because they had 43 seniors or something like that on the team. And now they're going to be really young and they have to rebuild to something. Not to mention all these good players were Brady hoax, not Harwell's. I'm not saying Harwell can't recruit. All I'm saying is these are hoax guys that did all the work out there this season. It's a failure only because the Big Ten, although being one of the tougher conferences, like in the, the middle meatiness, like Wisconsin's a solid team. Penn State's a sweet, solid team. Indiana can bang. Iowa got some shit done this year. They're a meaty conference like two through seven. But... You At the top, you say meaty. yeah, like yeah. meaty, like a hearty. But you know how the cream rises to the top, or you put a little sprinkle some cornbread on top of your chili. They, oh Michigan should have been the cornbread. Okay. This was their year. I made fun of them all year because I hate them. I hate everything about them. I hate their colors. I hate their coach. I think they're dumb. Okay, where Jerry was going was but, where I started off on my rant. I went off on a rant on, about Michigan and how they they were set up to win. They were set up on a, a pedestal to win, and he just made. I got caught up in Joe's. Fairness, Tony C grade. I got caught up in that. 
But Jerry just made my point, man. They even though they made progress, even though there's more to come, this season was set up. College football in general, all the teams were not very good. Jerry made my point. They were set up to win. He did say that on earlier shows they would lose because he's not a fan. But in fairness, they were supposed to win, man. They were supposed to be in the playoff, and they weren't. And they fa- If you want to go pass or fail, then fail. Yeah, I'm saying this. Last year, Michigan State, that was their goal, to make the playoff, and they did it. And things lined up for them in a lot of ways. They lost Nebraska, but they got the rain, so it helped them win at Ohio State. They got lucky. But I have to say they scored zero points. It's very often... It's very yeah. Well, at least they made it to the playoff. You still scored zero points oh, in the playoff. You haven't been to. But concise. the point I'm making is, you know, you ever seen the movie Hercules, that Disney cartoon movie where all the stars <laughs> line up at the end and they Metaphors. get the Titans out of like that prison or whatever? The stars lined up for Michigan this year. It's rare that that happens for a football team. Yeah, they were gotten spanked by Bama, but at the Maybe. end of the day, no, they, they squandered their best chance that they can they've had since 1997. I don't think you can argue that. So it has to be ruled a failure. And for the record. If you guys are going to pull it out and, and swing it around, I'll swing mine around too. Uh, for the record, on the last show we had three weeks ago, I told you if Michigan faced up against Bama, that quarterback of theirs would get eaten alive by our defense. They were set up to win. They didn't do it. We won't get that opportunity. We won't get that blessing to see them play. He would have gotten destroyed. Same token, next year if they go out and do this they and play Florida killed. State in the Orange Bowl, I would rule that. A, a success. It's just this year because of how it worked out. They were supposed to win. Yeah, they were you have to call to it failure. I do see where you're win. coming from, and I do like the C's get degrees line, Tony. And I do get no. what you're saying, yeah. Joey, because it's a good sign point of the future. Even though I don't think the future is as bright as I mean, in terms of like how they're going to finish. I mean, they're back to back third place champs in the Big Ten East. You know what I mean? Like, is that the future they want? Well, obviously not. They'll follow up. No, I mean, I mean no. <laughs> what else do you want? I was to just, say? I was that's just. Not, I mean, that's I, not the future I they mean, want. Like, <laughs> they want first place. Michigan like, has half a national championship since 1950. Okay, now, and they know, act, you know, they act the like since they have Harbaugh now, like there's a whole. I'm in charge of the mics. I'm just saying, like <laughs> they don't have a history of winning Big Ten championships. They really don't. Ohio State's beat them like what 14 of the last 16 years you just plugged us into the next point brother you didn't even realize you did it <laughs> yeah that's what i'm doing so like you just put us into the next point do, so from here on out do you see u of m getting over the hump and actually winning the big 10 for the first time since i was shit in middle school i, I, I do i do maybe not next year because I, I i i was unaware of all the seniors uh, yeah, I saw the number forty three. That's 43. weird. That has to be like GA. That, that is, that like is that. a weird. That is an oddly large amount. Uh, so we'll we'll probably not next year, but I mean, I mean, there, the year after. I mean, a lot of college like, like we mentioned before, there are down years in college football where you have an, an, a big unload, and, and it takes a, another year for those those young football players yeah. to outside fill the starting roles, get experience, uh, and then you know you, they they learn the playbook. Then the next year they all come back very experienced. And then you could you can advance the playbook a little bit and start burning teams. So that's you do I mean that, that could be the, the situation Michigan's in. All right, all right. Educated point, Tony. Fair enough. Uh, I think Michigan will win. I mean, the, they've had some great recruiting classes with uh, Harbaugh as well, and it seems that Harbaugh is able to coach them up better than Hoke was. So I think they're going to continue. Oh, there's no question. So yeah, God. definitely. So they're going to continue to get better. Compare. And they're going to continue to get the good players. And, I mean, it's just one of those things where, especially with the way the schedule lines up, where they get Ohio State and 
Michigan State at home one season and they're on the road the next. I think next year they're at home for both games and it probably won't work out. So probably I'd say within the next three years they'll win the big time. Okay, okay. that's fair enough. Uh, I'll end it uh, by saying this. Um, so I don't yes. get an opinion? Oh, I, I, I thought you went. No, I mean... I'll, I'll go, but I'm, I'm going to tee you up for something else anyways. So, uh, yes, the answer to the question is yes. I think they will um, come over the hump, as we put it. Uh, they, they will come over the hump. Um, they will win a Big Ten title. Harbaugh is here to stay. They got recruits, despite the seniors that we... The aforementioned seniors that are, we're losing. There is so much talent coming in, man. It's going to be... A, it, Michigan is going to be very competitive. It's going to be them versus Ohio State. Uh you know, I don't see state. I don't see state going off the deep end, but it's going to be Michigan and Ohio State. I see them winning in the next year, two, three years. Yes, I, the answer is yes. But it leads to our next point, which we have to talk about briefly: is um, it does that even matter? Does that matter? Because yeah, they they'll win if Michigan wins. It'll matter if Ohio State wins the conference title. It'll matter. But right now, we got a conference championship game coming up between Penn State and Wisconsin. Does that matter? I mean, in, in fairness, uh, because of some losses that happened and occurred, it will. But how important is it when it's two teams that no one really cares about? And that, that, that's why I'm teeing you up. That's, that's what I'm saying. With the conference championships, what does that well, mean? Right. Yeah, what you're trying to say is our, the, one of our, we have one more question to go after this, but our second-to-last college football question, are the conference oh, title I, I games I'm sorry. I kind of uh, – Pointless now after what we saw this year where Penn State and Wisconsin were literally playing for fifth place. You know what I mean? They're going out there winning a conference title. and yeah, break, well, break it down for the fans. Tell the fans. When, when Michigan lost to Ohio State in questionable and dramatic Once fashion, Michigan lost to Ohio State, Ohio State was locked into the playoff regardless two, of the outcome of the two. Big Ten title game. Yep. And all the experts says Alabama, regardless of what happened against Florida, they were locked into a playoff spot as well. Now, Washington, that title game didn't matter. But so half the title games that were played literally did not mean anything this year. There's no way around it. It's just a fact. So going forward, like, do you, do you think the committee has just established a precedent where they're going to take – they wanted to put Michigan in. If Michigan wouldn't have lost to Iowa, they would be in the playoff right now. There's no yeah, question. That's exactly the point the, that I was making. So, yes, sir. Yeah. so what the committee is doing now is saying we're going to take the four best teams straight up. Conference titles yeah. mean a little bit because we got Washington in there, even though we got blown up by USC. Well, Washington and Clemson, I think if they if either one of those teams would have lost their uh, conference title game, they would have been out of the playoff. So that you can, so the games clearly do matter. It's if, a good if it's point, the Tony. right, if it's the right team, it, yeah, it, it, it depends. Make your point. But it, it all depends on the team because when you have a team like Alabama, who's right? the only undefeated team in the country <laughs> other than Western Michigan. Depending on what happens in their conference championship, yes, it's not going to affect them because of the fact that they've already won every game to this point, and they'll just be a one-loss team, and you already have two lost teams in the playoff. What you're saying is true, but you're also missing the fact. He actually makes a good point. No, that's a great point. It's a great point. It's true. It's a true fact, but the point that you're missing that we're talking about is that literally... The, at the end of the season, Michigan had zero games left to play, and I'm a Michigan fan. I was that's rooting. how seasons end. I was well. <laughs> I'm, yeah, you're right. Firm grasp on the obvious. Okay, let, God, you guys. So <laughs> that was a softball, bro. That was a softball. Okay, so burn. 
Zero games left to play. Michigan, they put them at number five. So that sets them up as, okay, first of all, Ohio State, as Jerry mentioned, is already in. Michigan is out. But the committee, due to whatever they're thinking about, national TV ratings, uh, popularity, whatever they're thinking about, uh, they put Michigan at five. So if Washington would have lost that game, Michigan would have got in, and two non-conference champions would have. Can we all agree that two Michigan would have got in if they would? At the end of the day, the rankings put Penn State at five, so in theory, they would have gotten in if Washington lost. Yeah, but, but I don't think they would have done that, it. That Michigan would have got in if they if the teams that should have if Clemson and Washington would have lost, Michigan and Ohio State would have been in the top four. Dude, if Clemson and Washington would have lost, there was a chance Penn State, Wisconsin, or Penn State, Ohio State, and Michigan all went. So. Right. Okay. Well, that's that's throwing Clemson into the mix. That's throwing Clemson. But if Washington would have lost that game against Colorado, who so do you beat, think the conference ga- the titles game matter? No, no. I'm saying they don't matter. In Tony's case, they do because he he stated a true fact. But what the point that I'm making is that if Michigan or if Washington would have lost that game against Colorado, which they didn't, they they blew. I out. think you're slowly making the reverse point, though, Frank. You're saying no, I'm not because Jerry, if you listen to me, Washington blew out Colorado. If they would have lost. In Colorado, the title game, Michigan and Ohio State would have been in, and Penn and State would have been out. That would have been a conference championship mattering. What? The a conference championship. So the title game, game didn't matter in that scenario. No, yeah. it wouldn't matter because the two teams would have played for it and not got in. He's but making the I'm point. Saying and then the, the Big Ten title doesn't matter. I'm the Big Ten. Okay. Okay. That's yeah, fair. the Big Ten title still saying, wouldn't have mattered in okay. that scenario. Sure. But the Pac-12 title mattered. Okay. Call okay. me a traditionalist, but well, I think you got to take your mid- power four conferences. You got to take the winners. We're a Midwest show. Screw I the Big 12. You have four conferences. You take your four conference championship. Go duke it out. So That's does, what okay. I say. So yes or no, does it matter? Do they matter or, or should they? Or is it popular? I got to get the old seesaw. I think it's 50-50. Two of the games but, matter this year. Okay, it's 50-50. Here's my thing. Would you pick, oh, would you pick Penn State or over Ohio State if they played each other 10 times? Who wins that game? How many times? Penn State beat Ohio State. I think Penn State should be in over Ohio State. They beat them on a black field goal at the end of the game. I'm saying, if you look at Ohio State's team, nine times out of ten, they're beating Penn State. Ohio State, That's what the the playoff committee is looking at, and that's why Ohio State's in over Penn State. That is a fair, very fair point. And that's what, I mean... That's why they were given a good look at Michigan. And Ohio State has by far the best resume in the country. I mean, besides that loss, they beat Michigan. They went to Norman and won there. Yeah, they, they, beat the, Oklahoma, they do have the best resume, which is contrary to what I just said, but I'm just a traditionalist when it comes to conference championships. But also, it's one thing you've got to look at with the Big Ten. Part of the reason the Big Ten's gotten so much uh, credit with the committee for going to the playoff is the fact that when you stack up Power five non-conference games against each other. The Big Ten has the best record against the other Power Five conferences in non-conference games. Basically, what you're saying is, so is this fair? The good old boys, I'm quoting this in quotation marks, the, the good old boys get the benefit of the doubt as far as the committees goes over conference championship. Benefit of the doubt versus conference championship. Benefit of the doubt gets that. That's the question. I mean, we going really far down the line, but I do think that... The good in, old boys, man. I think there's a good old boy system in that college is. football. I don't think there's a question. I think if there's a question between Michigan State and Michigan and they identical identical... They can't tie, but let's say they did. 
they tied and they were going in. They'd pick Michigan ten times out of ten. Politics because good of the old program. boys, whatever you want to call it. That's but that's it way is. far from where this question was meant to go. I do like the topic though. I mean, I'm just diving into it, man. It's been it's been weeks. I mean, this is what happened, man. This is a Dude, Ohio discussion. State. There's tickets going to the Cotton Bowl that's Wisconsin versus Western for five dollars. If you put Penn no State, no one wants versus, to see that trash. Yeah, if you put Penn State versus Clemson, you're gonna have empty seats in the stands. Ohio State travels. Penn State does. I mean, Penn State tries, but not like Ohio State. There's a couple programs that travel: Notre Dame, Bama, Michigan. They never really have to go anywhere. I can't tell you if they travel. <laughs> they do. They what do a for bowl games. Comment. That's why Michigan. They, well, if Michigan was going, they had eight bowl games, games at home. Well, no, I mean, um, no, Michigan. But Michigan a gets good team. bowl games because yeah. their fans travel. Yeah, I'll we tell can. you, seventy-five percent of that Rose Bowl when we won it was fucking state fans. Woo! Okay, Joe, do you have any? Joe, do you have any thoughts on this? I mean, you've been kind of quiet during this. Do you, you get anything else to get off your chest about this? I, th- I think I'm ready for hockey. Okay, nice. Okay, oh. so I'll tee. I'm gonna put. All right, I'm teeing Joe up. I got a nice golf ball. It's a Nike. Here we go, Joe. <laughs> Can we just start this segment by saying Jerry was right about the Red Wings? No, we can't. No, but you were. Right. We'll Fitness. never say that. I'm got. I got a nice. Will you stop? I got a nice Nike golf ball. I'm teeing it up for Joe, and here we go, man, dude. The Red Wings are atrocious. They're brutal. They're tough to watch. I've tried a number of times this season. Uh, they got old guys running around that aren't what they used to be. Their defense sucks. They got two goalies that are overpaid that aren't performing. Their offense is brutal. They're not playing their best players. They got Manta on the fourth line, who you have a man crush on, and they're they're not even playing them. They suck. They're they need help. Nine one one emergency. Like there is a disaster call. Mayday, Mayday, Red Wings. Joe, help. Go. Yeah. So. What's what's crazy is uh, before before I start, you know, I, I mean, I don't know how much it really means, but uh, dead things with all, the, with all the maydays and all the maydays, uh, the Red Wings are still three points behind Boston for third place oh in the. Oh, are uh, you really going to be optimistic right now? Not, not, not even the division wild card. They they could they could be third in the Atlantic oh with one with uh, two wins and say Boston loses twice, which could happen uh, with as, as much season as we have left. Um, being three points behind is not that far, but Frank, uh, but I'm not, not just going to go that into is, the shed and put a bullet in my brain. Like what you're saying. I'm not going to do that. It. Is not, so I'm not that doing is, it that, yet. I'm not doing it yet. <laughs> go that ahead. is not my, uh, that is not my, my, my point. My point is that I, I totally agree with you. I, I, man, they, they look confused. They, they look that that's the best way I could put it. I could go into, you know, as deep as I want, you know, I, go wanna, I want you, you know. to go deep. Cause we're talking hockey. It's been three weeks. You got, I just called Mayday. You're a captain in the core. You're a member of the show. I called Mayday on the wings. You go and do whatever you want right now. Spill, spill it. Yeah. Here, here's the thing that they're, they're confusing the breakout. They've been confusing the breakout since last year. I think part of Blashill's system needs to be simplified because every time they break out of the zone, they, they, they're giving the puck right to the other team. I, I don't understand it. Like, I look at these guys and I'm like, like, dude, where, where, where were you? Like, what were you looking at? You know I mean? I, I don't know if maybe off the screen, like someone was streaking, trying to, trying to get those, those big plays uh, down the ice. But like, I, so, sometimes it, it's just, like you said, Frank, it's brutal to watch, man. It's atrocious. The, the, the neutral zone play is, is questionable. The offensive zone play is non-existent. It is non-existent. Mickey Redmond says it every time, and he's starting to get frustrated too. You can hear it over over That's the TV. That's when you know it's bad. Uh, 
Like I, I, I've never heard Mickey Redman talk like this yep. in my entire life, and that's mainly because it's for the last twenty five years we've been pretty damn good. But uh, no, I mean you can't you can't just like dump the puck in and send Gustav Nyquist after uh, after Shea Weber to 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 get some pressure, and, and then all of a sudden they're breaking out, and everyone wonders what the hell is going on. They're like, hey, listen, man, you need it. You need to change your forecheck, and you need to change the way you do it. And I think the the problem for the Red Wings is is their defense is not up to par, so the forwards have got to hang back to give them support. And it, it's something uh, it's something I've been noticing. It's something even my dad, a big big Red Wing guy. Uh, where, I, where I get a lot of my my my, my rants and everything from, uh, so, you know, discussing with him throughout the week, you know, that that was his biggest thing is that the Red Wings need to get better defensemen so that the forwards can just go off and do their thing. Uh, because if you if you look at it, the, the forwards aren't that bad. I mean, Tatar took took that fucking goalie bad. from uh, Anaheim last night and faked him out of his jockstrap for a, for a hat trick. Uh, in tight, I mean, not many people in the league can stick. Pretty small like for Isaac Arby's today. Hashtag What's that? Free small curly oh, fry at Arby's. God. Yep, yep. Dang it. Go to Arby's. Yeah, they don't. Brought they don't to you by Arby's and Revolutionary guys, Sports Front. Enjoy, <laughs> enjoy, enjoy those for me, guys, please. No, uh, we're not. Anyways, it's uh, a lot of carbs. Uh, <laughs> no, so I mean, they, like, like they, they just look confused, man. They, they're they're struggling. I think I think there's some there's some locker room issues. Uh, the Red Wings are on epics. I'm I'm about to. Uh, to watch that series after Centennial Classic goes down, see see what HBO caught in the locker room that, that we're not seeing every day. But uh, I did see a clip, and, and Zetterberg was uh, was giving the team a, a pretty good talking to. Uh, okay. A lot of F-words, a lot of emotion. Great. Joe, I, I, yeah. have, I have a couple questions for you, okay? And I'm, I'm letting you vent because you're the best one about hockey on this show. I'm letting you vent out. We talked about that earlier, but let, let me ask you a couple questions. Okay, last night, first of all, you referenced last night. That was like, you know walking around the middle of the night on a lonely day and you just see a hot, you happen to see a hot chicken score like that was that was an, that was an anomaly they suck man so we're I'm, killing I'm, with I'm, analogies today I'm, yeah I'm, I'm asking you I'm asking you what's going on up top Ken Holland the Blashill I'm gonna, I'm gonna put this out for the fans who don't know they probably don't Blashill before that Arizona game we, we texted about this privately so before that that Arizona game Blasio pretty much goes out on record in the media and calls out the team. He, he, he says, you know, oh, how do you solve, you know, character flaws or non-performance? He says, well, ice time. And he goes he, he says these fuzzy things that pretty much calls out the team. And then the worst team in hockey, the now Arizona Coyotes, if, if that's still what they're even called, they get blown out at home against the Arizona Coyotes. And they lose, and they, dude, they just suck. So, what happens up top with Ken Holland? What happens with this the, the god savior of Blasio who, who calls out his own team and they get blown out at home by the worst team in hockey? And then, yeah, sure, they had a, a funny little win last night and a hat trick by a guy. Yeah, I'll grab some curly fries, dude. But what is the answer? The overall answer because it's been twenty five years of success. You got Mickey Redmond coming on. Mickey Redmond, the biggest homer of all time, coming out there calling out the Red Wings. What do we do, though? What do we do? I contend that Mickey Redmond's the number two homer to Frank and the Lions, but no, I'm talking about the Red. Jerry, I'm Jerry. Jerry, I'm not screwing around. To do, okay, yeah, the Wings stink. What you have to do is you make your team stinks. Your team weak. Yup. 
They suck. You need to suck for a couple of years, get a couple of high draft picks, and rebuild the system. Jerry, Jerry we're, you're goofing off, man. Like, I'm not I, goofing I, off. You don't watch. You're, you're, not, you're not being passionate. Be passionate then. I, I was talking to oh, Joe. Jerry's, Jerry's spot on, Frankie. Well, well go I mean, ahead then. Here, here's, here's what you got to do. I, mean, I don't, it's time I don't, thing, I, right? I don't get paid to be passionate. I get paid to be right. Okay. So the worst thing, so the worst thing saying? in the world is that I'm we're saying halfway they need to, to get last two or place, three top five and we're draft still picks. Three points away from being in the top, like top three of the division. That that's the worst thing right now. Should Ken Holland be fired? Should Ken Holland be fired at the end of the season? Should Ken Holland remain the, the in charge of the Red Wings? Well, Frank, if that's what you wanted to hear, you should have just asked me five minutes ago. They're also four uh, points away from being dead last in the conference. I was letting you vent about hockey because we don't get to hear about hockey very often this much in the show. I was letting you go off and inform everyone, but now I'm asking the real question. Holland, Blaschel, go. Uh, Blaschel. <coughs> Gone. Uh, I, 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 he, probably, he probably gets one more year. You got and a rifle in your hand, him. Joe. Are you whacking him or not? Are you sh- are you pulling the trigger? Or are you are you letting him go? Man, not yet. You're letting him go. No, not so yet. That, that was a beautiful drop. That was a beautiful drop. So you're Here, like, here's my thing. Okay. Here's my thing. If if this season really continues good. like this, I think I think you have to pull the plug uh, about a month out from the trade deadline, and that's when you start uh, unloading assets and people from the organization and. That if that includes Blashill, that probably wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. I'd say there's another coach out there that got released. Uh, Go ahead and drop this it. season. In uh, Gerard Gallant, who knows how say to coach louder, a young. Say it louder. Hockey. Say it louder. Gerard Gallant. There you go. Uh, he knows how to coach a young hockey team. I thought he was doing it a, a good. I thought he did a good job with Florida last year. And what I don't understand is his firing because. They lost. They lost some key guys to free agency, and they lost a couple of their best players to injury. Like, dude, they're they're they're, they're shorthanded. Like, there's no way around it. Like, like when when your when your your top forward goes down, and then you lose a couple of good people and make some some trades. That wasn't Gerard Gallant making those trades. That was their GM. And then their GM goes and fires him and stands in as the coach. That that's oh, a takes... little messed up. Gerard Gallant was a good coach. They built up some talent there, and they went to the playoff. You know that whole lost. situation was how, just a giant Joe, cluster. By pot. chance, do you know how high of a pick uh, of Evgeny Malkin was for the Penguins? Was uh, he like he a top like ten two. pick? I think it was two. So he, number two overall. He's the first round. So the yeah. teams that are in first place in their respective conferences, the Blackhawks and Penguins, they sucked. I mean, they won the lottery for Crosby, but they got their players by sucking for a couple of years. The fact of the matter is, the NHL blockbusters don't really even help that much. The whole Shea Weber and PK Subban thing didn't do anything. For anything for those two franchises at the end of the day in the nhl what you need to do is be bad for three or four years you need a core group of guys like a core four guys you can build around you only need about four sweet players and everybody else has to be role players to get it done and at the end of the day the wings just need to suck one. i'll tell you what joe mentioned it on this we have show. one and he's struggling because no one's helping well yeah well, larkin we know we all know that's that's it but Joe mentioned this, I think, I mean, dude, we've done 33 episodes. He mentioned this weeks and weeks ago. We talked about Red Wings. And first of all, I just want to say uh, the Red Wings are doing so bad. This is the most time the Red Wings are going to get on this show until they turn it around. So we're talking about it now. But this, this is going to be it uh, for now for the Red Wings for, on this show until they, they turn things around. But what I was getting well, we got to talk about the Centennial class. Yeah, no, we will. We will. We will. But I'm just saying, uh, you mentioned this on the show weeks ago, and the Blackhawks, if you remember, even when we were in our... Why don't you move to Chicago? There you go. Drop it. Yeah. Uh, the Blackhawks, even when we were at our quote-unquote peak, 
and we went uh, we went to the finals. We went to conference championships, and we were playing. You could almost sense, looking back in hindsight, I didn't think about it then because we were, we were dominant, but looking back then, the Blackhawks were coming, man. Patrick Kane was young. They just looked, they, they were good, man. They looking back, I mean, if you look at hindsight, it's always 2020, but that is the example, and that's the point you made and showed like way, like, probably 20 shows ago, you said the Blackhawks now are what we used to be, but we, we just did it with a higher pay dollar and salary cap, and they're doing it the right way. That's the Blackhawks. The Blackhawks. The Blackhawks for four years loaded up with Jonathan Toews, uh, Patrick Kane, Brent Seabrook, and uh, Duncan Keith, and then they went and signed Marion Hosa. There you go. That's the core of their team. Yeah, like I said, four or five key guys. Everybody else is a role player. Exactly, Gerard, No, Gerard, you're exactly right. I, I totally agree they, with you. That's the point I'm making, man. And, we lost sight, and Holland was just throwing money around, and we didn't do it the right way. Look, where's Scotty Bowman? Where is he? Chicago. Yeah, He's creeping Chicago. around in Chicago. Like, well, I mean, that, that also helps the situation. It, I mean, man. Chicago, I don't think Chicago goes on and starts winning stuff until Scotty Bowman got there. No, that's what Scottie I'm saying. No, no, yeah. I'm not saying that. I'm, Dude, the point I'm making is, man, we're not the same, and we're not doing it the right way. We're not doing no. it the way it's supposed yeah, to be done now. I think we're all now. in agreement on the point. But and yeah. you made fun of me. You said I was being funny, and I was being dead serious. The, wings but you, you, the way you did it, though, the way you did it was being, you were being, I, I'm sorry. If I came off that way, you were right, but I, you just Well, came I just off can hear like, the passion in yours and Krasik's voice, and it's sometimes you got to admit when you off, think. man. Dude, we grew, I mean, I mean, you're a fan, Gerard. We watch the games together. But, I mean, Joe, we, we watch Hockey Town videos on VHS. Like, dude, 97, 98, back to back. We are fans. And it's pissing us we, off. We got to put that shit to bed. We're going to... St- dude, all good... Fuck, I mean, fuck! You all good things come to an end. No matter if it's a chocolate sundae or if it's my collegiate Joe, career. Joe, please dive in. Please. But it's, Gang it's over. Talk. Yeah. No, I... That, listen. That, put a bow on the it. Play, the, play, the playoff streak's great, man. It was great. 25 years. That's a good number. That That's, that's a good round. Solid five number. Man, that... that Glad for glad for the organization. It was great to be a fan during all of it. But like, I, th- this is what I've been saying uh, via text and everything: is the Red Wings organization has a good organization. We have good people in certain places. And when Holland worries about the whole ten year, like it could be a five year rebuild, it could be a ten year rebuild, dude. I think it could be a two to three to four year rebuild. Because of the people we have in place, if they just make the trades, could be more, get some draft picks, get some talent, we could bounce back a lot quicker than people think. We just have to get the young talent and grow. Yeah. Like just, just there's there's some people here that are that are on this team I'll, that just are not working. At the same time, we, we are kind of making it seem easier than. Uh, you know, it's it seems so easy to just yeah, suck and get good draft it, picks. I mean, yeah, they, no, the, the Oilers have like out, the Oilers had three number one picks in a row and they still stink. You know what I mean? It is going to be hard, but it's hard. But yeah, dude, but they, I, they also the only have option. some like flamboozy system that just doesn't make any fucking sense. I mean, the Edmonton Oilers just kept picking forward and forward and forward and forward. It's like, okay, dude, like you have a number one overall pick centering your fourth line, like that that makes no fucking sense. Joe, I wanted to, I wanted to say something, man. I had to get it off my chest. It's it's kind of just a general point. It goes to all of our t- about the Red Wings. But we're coming off football season. I've been watching football. It's been drilled down our throats. We're watching football. And uh, hockey, man, I've, this season specifically, I've had a different perspective, man, because I'm watching the game. Football is different, man. you got 11 on 11. 
hockey, man, I'm watching. It's five on five. Sometimes it's power play, four on four. You really get to watch each player closer. I'm so used to football. It's more in general. Hockey is specific, man. I'm watching each guy. It's a lot like it's similar to basketball. You need those guys to do certain things, and you're watching. It's way more in tune. You can see them doing what they're not. You can see the mistakes and the flaws, and it's so frustrating because we're so accustomed to having those five guys on the ice at that time doing what they're supposed to do, and they're not doing it. And it's just it's, it's way it's, it sounds corny, man, but it's just watching football then watching hockey. It's it put me in perspective. Somehow I had an epiphany this year. The Red Wings maybe because the Red Wings are just doing so bad. But it just bugs me, man. It bugs me really bad, man. I just want an answer. We're, t- we're trying to rap about it. I just don't know what it is yet, man. Yeah, and I think... You know uh, what I, does that make sense? No, it does. It does. I think, you know, there's, there's other factors that go into it too, man. I, you know, you, you, have to, you have to take the World Cup of Hockey into consideration. Uh, this is not a normal season. There's 17 back-to-backs throughout the year. Those are not easy to do. Um, I'm, I'm not making excuses for the Red Wings. But these, these, like these reasons, are. these things I'm saying right now do not help the issue. You know, yeah, I mean, I know. I, like, oh, yeah. We're, we're, we're I mean, you're, you're, making, you're, you're taking a bad year and making it worse. We're airing it out. Like, it's a bad year. That's what it is. But there's there's some things that are going on this season that just make it worse. Dude, and the flaws it, are so the problem is The problem is, too, you know, oh, I mean, it's a totally different issue. Gary, Gary Bettman's a complete fucking idiot. But, um, you know, the, the Red Wings, the, the Red Wings need to, like, really – when they make, when they go to you know either either fire sale or go for it, like 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 I said a few minutes ago, the worst the worst thing right now is that we're sitting in the middle of a seesaw that's we're three points from being in the playoffs or three points from being in last place, Washington. and it's it's really odd how the point system works like that in hockey. Is that we're we're literally I mean three points is not that far behind. Look what look what Philadelphia did last year. They started their streak at the beginning so of March. I already said it, Joe. We're four points so, out of last. Yeah, so we helicopter into the, but, into the playoffs so, so, again. So that, like, that's on, the issue. That, no, that's what I'm saying is the issue is it puts the management in a bind. Like, what do they do? Do they do they try to make a trade to go for it because it's only three points? Or do they make a trade to, to fire sale because they're three points the other way? You know what I'm saying? I do know what you're saying. It's like three to four points either way. But, like, honestly, right now the playoffs is not unrealistic. It's not. because of the points. If Boston could, Boston could shit bomb right now, and we're in the fucking playoffs. So what you're saying is this, basically. You're to summarize what you're saying. You're saying that either they could go the same route they're going and make a move to keep that route, or be intelligent, like we're seem to be proclaiming, and recognize that this shit cannot continue, and just do what's right. Pretty right, because we much. want to see championships. We we want to see one or the other, either rebuild or make a championship. Yeah, we're or, being the dead you know horse, I mean? no, man. Yeah, like we're, we're, we're I, think, I think everyone's just sick of the middle. Being the everyone's sick of the middle. That's why the Joe's so not a, filling up. That's why a slightly that, different take. I'm not that frustrated or upset that this is happening. We had 25 straight years of the playoff. You know how ridiculous that is. You know what I mean? Well, the longest streak in the modern era. The longest streak in the NFL right now is seven years. As the Patriots and the Packers both hold it. 25 straight years in the playoffs. We saw that's if we leave to the average age of 77, a third of our lives we got to see him in the playoffs Jay, this already. Isn't, this isn't Friday Night Lights, though, dude. Like we're not looking back on the past. Come on, don't take that. Tape. I'm just saying it was bound to happen, and we shouldn't be that surprised. And we need to move forward. Okay, it's that simple. That's yeah. a political answer. No, well, and I'm willing to move forward, Gerard. I've said it multiple times. I'm willing to go after you the know, Nolan I don't Patrick's. Think, I think we're the, all in agreement here. 
You know, one it, thing it, that's but I'm saying though the issue is 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 where we are in the standings and the way the point system works in the in the league is we're we're while while we while we are not having a good year at all and while we can sit here and say the Red Wings stink all we want they are three points out of a playoff spot with half the season to go yeah, okay four fist, points out okay, of last look Tony's fist bumping like he's in the Jersey Shore Tony's got something to say just go what do you what do you got to say I mean Joe when you keep talking about oh three points we're in the playoffs three points. We're in last. I mean, you're kind of sounding like Mighty Ducks here, where inch to the left, you're in the net. <laughs> inch to the right, you miss completely, man. Yeah, he's got a point there, Krasik. That is a good point. Oh, my God. Wow. I can't yeah, I know. That, that. That's what, oh, my God. It's oddly that, enough. That's what I'm saying. That's what, that's what makes it hard on the fucking management. So that's, it's why, always, that's why I don't know why. So you know, it is. We're always with the wait-and-see approach. Wait-and-see, right? That's all we can. After all this banter and all this, this the dialogue, is we can say, we'll wait and see. We'll wait and see. That's always the case. It's been the case for years now. Years. So we'll yeah. wait and see, right? I mean, what else what else can you say besides wait and see? I mean, I guess. You know? I mean the, the the players I mean, obviously the players are gonna play to win. They're not just gonna go out and lose on purpose. Well, you mean, know what yeah. I mean? And in I mean, well, the Pittsburgh Penguins have done that to get Mary Lemieux. Uh nice one. It, Spurs did it, it for Dunk and that worked out pretty well. Yeah, I mean, straight Lions up. Did it, Lions did it for Stafford. They're about to win a Super Bowl. <laughs> that wasn't on purpose, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I think that we, was a little far. I'm they glad could have won one game instead of the number one pick. I'm glad we, uh, I'm glad we could have some. I'm glad we alleviated the, the situation. Red we were kind of spinning our wheels yeah, there for the a Red second. The Red Wings are a dark topic, man. Enough. It's just enough, man. We, 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 so we got any other hot takes on. before we cut this off? Our heat's off, so it's getting pretty cold in here so the heat doesn't come over the speakers. Watch it pay the damn bills. No, the heat's on. I'm saying we turn it off during the show and it's starting to get cold in our yeah, house. otherwise you get a ton of background noise. Oh, don't worry about that. But speaking of which, we're going to be paying the bills <laughs> soon. But I had a question. Do do we want to do a, a, a tease for the audience? Uh, do we, do you want to do you have you first of all, people, we're going to be back uh, on a weekly basis now. This interim period was temporary. Uh, we, in all seriousness, we had a lot going on. Joe's got his thing. We we all have our we all have our things going on. Um, but we're going to be back on a regular basis. So. Do we want to tease the audience and uh, about the fights that are uh, that had already happened and are about to happen, or do we, we want to talk about it a little bit? I think we save it for next time. Save it. Do you want to save it, or do you want to talk about it? We'll okay. save it. I think there's the outside shot. Kraus is going to be in Texas for like a week, so we're not not going to have him unless he brings his equipment. So, oh, oh, uh, I, I can bring my gear because actually, uh, we we do have a a major fan who who might actually want to come on the air for a minute and talk about. Are you talking about in, your father-in-law or your future father-in-law? I am. He's, you know, and you know what, Frankie? He's a big Dallas Cowboys fan. Okay. So we well, oh, shit. You know Bring it's it. about to get live. All right. Settle down. Bring him on. Br- Joe, no. I'm being, I'm being dead serious. Bring him I on the air. I just sprouted wood. Bring him on the air. Get him a, get okay. Him a, get All him right. Him. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll let Mark know. Get him uh, a headset. He's probably going to listen to this episode, so he might he might be hitting me up Dude. before. Uh, Razik, I know you might have to pull some strings, but there's some way we can do this Christmas day at night and do it oh, right before man. the Lions game. I know it might be hard. If you can some or even the work, day man. after, fuck, Frank's got to we'll work. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. But this is gonna be we gotta do it right around the time of that game. The yeah, morning Frank. of the twenty sixth. Wait, no, it's not. That's not Christmas Day, Gerard. The twenty fifth next. They Sunday? play on Monday Night Football. They play Monday. That's what I do the day before. I work the twenty sixth. Oh, well, I mean, yeah, you work uh, days. No, you work man. days though. Oh I do God. get off at two o'clock. We could do a show Monday night before uh, the game. Can we just move on, Joe? What the hell was that, Tony? You guys Tony, are just Tony, like, Tony's being a creep right what now. What the hell was that? You guys are just like... I'm, just talking, well, I'm setting up a guest. Yeah, this, on this sh- isn't exactly live air talk, but <laughs> no, I kind of dig no, it. No, it is 
live there. This is being kicked. It's called. No, oh, the people need to know. The Dude, people need to know what's going on behind the scenes. This no, it's called being candid. This is behind, this it's is called candid. We're leading candid. up to the Centennial Classic right now. This is behind the scenes. Nobody cares about the Centennial Classic. No, 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 no. I wasn't going the Centennial Classic route. Listen to me. We're setting special up special jerseys. <laughs> Joe, Joe, Joe. Listen. Jerry, stop. What, dude? Let me just say, what? Let me finish so I can summarize what just happened. We're setting. You have to summarize everything. People know what happened. They're listening. Jerry, we're getting. We're inviting a. We're guest. clearly talking about our schedules, which is something we can have in That's our. Now you're summarizing. No more summarizing. Loud noises. Stop, dude. I was inviting. I was inviting a guest to the show. I was inviting your fu- your future father-in-law to come on and talk about the Cowboys possibly on well, Monday no on Monday no night shit. before the game. So? The game's not till eight thirty in the East. We could get, we could do the show easily before. I was putting I was putting out an invite, and you and you're acting like a child. Both of you two are acting like assholes. So I was at, I was just putting out an invite there. That's all I was doing, and being candid to the fans for once instead of just scripting everything. So sorry. I agree with okay, invite. Okay. What the Frank, hell was Frank, that, man? Frank, Jesus, Christ. Frank, I like. Frankie, I like it. Mark, I know you're listening. Get ready. Christmas time. We're, we're going to work out a time. You're coming on. Get How about them Lions? Cowboys. Not the Cowboys. How about them Lions? We'll talk about them. I can't believe I'm on the roof of the Cowboys next week. It makes me sick. Uh, <laughs> and first of all, Joe, uh, also, I shout out to your father-in-law. Even if he can't make it, or future father-in-law, if he can't make it, um, that's fine. Shout out to him. He's a, he's a lucky guy to have you, and you're lucky to have him, and, and, and good for you. That's all I was saying. I was just inviting a guest to come on the show, and these guys, they're, they're getting ADD. They're, they want to yeah, yeah. leave. And they it was good leave. the first time, and now we're doing it for a third time. You see what I'm saying? No, because you keep you interrupting. more like on the fourth or fifth time. No, you keep interrupting and laughing and doing stupid shit. That's the real truth. That's like my job on this show. Oh, good for you. Good job. Pay the bills, Tony. All right, twitter.com slash RSF podcast. At the same time, however, I'm not going to lie, jockeys do creep the hell out of me. I put a little poll up there, so everybody go vote in that. Also, facebook.com slash revolutionary sports front. Revolutionary sports front.com is the website, and you can email the show directly at revolutionary sports front at gmail.com, and you can download and subscribe to the show on iTunes and Stitcher. And that's it. Thank you for being a part of the sports revolution. Adios, amigo. Bye.